Welcome to Awaken and Rise, the podcast. I'm Ashley, a spiritual mindset coach passionate about all things spirituality, manifestation, energetics, mindset, human design, and so much more. My mission is to guide you to know yourself on a deep soul level, help you to energetically upgrade to manifest your deepest desires, to uplevel your mindset, and to expand your spirituality. Join me on this journey to awaken and rise. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I am very excited that you're here today. If this is the first time that you're listening and you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. Today's episode is going to be a short and sweet one, and it's about something that I preach to my clients all the time. Basically, every single client that I've ever worked with knows all of this information and incorporates all of these tips and tools into their life. But today's episode is going to be about energy cleansing. So I'll go into why it's important, what even is energy, like why are we cleansing it, all the things. And also all of my favorite ways that I personally use energy cleansing and all the ways that my clients use it as well. So without further ado, let's jump in. So you may hear this term all the time in, I guess, like the spiritual sort of realm, all around cleansing our aura, cleansing our energy field, cleansing our energy in general. And it's all well and good to like say this, but what does it actually mean? And I'm going to break this all down into super simple terms. So hopefully it's super easy to understand and can be really easy for you to start incorporating literally today and every day for the rest of your life, if you wish. So we all know that we have our physical body, right? So, you know, look down at your hands, that's a physical body, you know, your hair, your feet, your body, like that is your physical body. But we also have multiple other bodies as well. And today's, you know, body that I'm going to be speaking about is the energetic body. So yes, we have the physical body. So look down at your hands, that's your physical, your physical body. But we also have around a few inches outwards of that. We have what's called our energetic body or our energetic aura. So you probably heard the term aura before, like, oh, that person has like a really nice aura about them. Or, you know, some people get their like aura picture taken and you can see what color their aura is. That is the energy that you have absorbed. And that's the energy that you're carrying around kind of thing. So, you know, somebody that has like a really good energy, you can feel that you, you can't see it. I mean, you might be able to see it, but most people can't see it, but you can just feel that that person has a good energy about them. It's nothing that, you know, it's not the way that they speak or it's not what they're talking about or the way that they look. It's like their, their energy. You can feel it, right? I feel like everyone's felt that in their life. You're tuning into their energetic body and you're tuning into their, their aura. And that is what we're going to be speaking about today. And the purpose of the aura or the energy of your aura is basically to receive, send and store energetic information. So not like physical information or mental information. It's all about receiving, storing and sending energetic information. So when we speak about receiving, we can absorb other people's energy around us. Have you ever like, you know, seen a friend who's been really down or maybe you um, have a customer at work that's got like a really, you know, negative sort of outlook and they have this like weird funky energy and then you feel like you've absorbed and picked some of that up and it's actually influencing you. 
It's because you've absorbed some of their energy in some way. And we do this completely unconscious, right? It's not like you're making a conscious decision to absorb their energy or take on some of their energy. It happens basically whether we like it or not, but how, but once we're aware of it and how we, you know, move forward, once we know that this is a thing, um, can be really, really important. And if you know me, you know that I love all things human design. Um, If you're into human design, you'll know what I'll be speaking about. But basically in your human design chart, it's kind of like astrology on steroids, I like to call it. But in your human design body graph chart, all of the little shapes in your chart, whether they're colored in or not colored in, mean something different. So when they're colored in, it's energy that you like create yourself, you're good in, and you can't really absorb energy from others in those areas as much. Whereas if you have open or undefined or white centers in your chart, this is where you can absorb and amplify energy from other people and really take it on for yourself. So with a lot of my clients, the first thing that we go into is their human design chart, and then we'll do some work around those open centers, those undefined centers. And, you know, basically every single person that I've ever read for has always had at least one undefined and they may find that they really struggle in that area. So they might have a lack of boundaries in that area. You know, they might be really influenced in that area. So for example, if their solar plexus center is open, that is all around emotions in human design and feelings. So if that's open, you're basically always unconsciously absorbing other people's feelings and emotions, even if you're not speaking to them. So if you're walking down like a supermarket aisle, everyone that you're coming into contact with, you're somewhat unconsciously picking up on their energy and taking it on in your own aura. And this is not to, you know, like put fear and say that, you know, you can never leave your house because you might be absorbing other people's energies. That's not the vibe. However, If you come home from the shops and you feel really overwhelmed or you feel like your energy is just like being manipulated in some way or you feel a bit different, at least now you know a reason why. And if you listen to the rest of this podcast, you'll gain some tips and tools on how to navigate that and how to come back to yourself. But, you know, even if you aren't in the human design space or you haven't heard of it before, cleansing your energy and, you know, protecting your energy as well is really going to be important for basically everyone on the planet, especially in this age of like being in anybody's energy at the touch of a, at the touch of a button, you know, going on social media, everyone's pages or posts or stories that you look at, you're somewhere subconsciously absorbing some of their energy, which is a really crazy concept to think about, especially if, you know, you're on like a TikTok scroll hole and you're absorbing or watching like hundreds of videos at a time, your energy is being so influenced by other people. And again, this is not to instill fear or tell you to stop doing those things, but just building an awareness of like, oh, I feel a bit different. Oh yeah. It's because I, you know, was on Instagram for the past hour and was absorbing all these other people's energies and thoughts and opinions and beliefs and stuff. I've noticed that I feel weird and now it's time to come back to my own energy by doing some practices. So the main, I guess, like intention of cleansing your energy is to really allow you to detach from any energy that you've, you know, received or stored from other people and to really come back to your own energy. And 
once you come back to yourself and your own energy, this is, you know, the basis of everything. This is where you can really listen to your body and listen to your intuition and be able to make decisions quite quickly because you just know things rather than being up in the mind, up in the head of, oh, what would this person think? Or, you know, being influenced by other people in some way. So that's kind of my main intention and goal of this episode is to really allow you to come back to your own energy and to come back to yourself. So then you can actually make more aligned decisions in your life. So it's super important to cleanse your energetic body, your aura, your energetic field, whatever you want to call it. And in turn, this is going to make you feel like, you know, you're going to feel lighter. You're going to feel like you have more energy. It's going to allow you to feel more positive about things. So you're not always absorbing other people's, you know, negative thoughts or beliefs or opinions. And as I said before, it's really going to help you strengthen your own intuition. And if it's the path that you choose, it'll also help you open any spiritual gifts that you have as well, because you're coming back to yourself. So now we're going to go into the like tangible tips, tools, like the nitty gritty of it, of exactly how to do this and yeah, more practical ways in which you can incorporate this into your life. So I'm going to start with five really easy ways in which you can incorporate this into your life. Obviously, there are so many other ways that I personally recommend and different ways that you can utilize these methods as well. But just for sake of time and also I don't want to overwhelm you. These are five kind of different ways in which you can cleanse your energy to choose from. And I highly recommend choosing like one or two and doing them on the daily, especially if, you know, you've been at work all day and you've absorbed a lot of energy from people, you know, maybe you see a lot of clients, maybe you go to uni and you're seeing a lot of people in like your lecture theater, whatever it is, you'll intuitively know what is right for you, what you're drawn to and It may not come, you know, supernaturally at the start. You might be like, what the hell am I doing right now? However, if you incorporate this practice every day for a week, for example, see how you feel afterwards. See if you feel cleaner, see if you feel, you know, lighter or more positive. I personally feel more grounded and I feel just like I'm coming back home to myself. And I also feel super light and like clean in the best way. So the number one that I always get my clients to start with is because it's super, super um, easy for them to incorporate because they're already doing one of these things anyway, is to incorporate water in, in your cleansing practice. So water is actually super, super cleansing. So however you like to, you know, use water, whether that's, you know, maybe you live by the ocean and you love having your ocean swims. How good do you feel after you've been in the ocean? You feel like you're just a new person. You just emerged from you know, the waves and you're like a brand new person, it's because of the water and probably the salt as well, salt super cleansing as well. But if you don't live by the ocean, maybe having a bath is going to be really helpful for you. Or you can incorporate this really, really easy, I guess, visualization exercise in the shower. And this is where all of my clients start. So I'd highly recommend that you do this one first. So basically when you're in the shower, picturing the water above you coming from like the shower head over your whole body and the water is picking up anybody's energy that you've absorbed throughout the day, anything negative, anything that's not yours, it's picking it up and it's washing it down the drain. Spend like 30 seconds, even 20 seconds. Just shut your eyes and visualize all the water that's going over you. It's washing away anyone else's stuff and it's popping it down the drain back into the earth. And I like to as well, like when I'm like scrubbing my body with soap, picture and like washing away anything that's not mine. 
and washing it off with the cleansing water and popping it down the drain. And this, you might be like rolling your eyes because it seemed so simple, but trust me, sometimes simple is best. And it's all around your intention behind it. So if you have the intention that all the energy that you've absorbed is is getting away from you and it's going down the drain, that's what's going to happen. So I challenge you to do this one every day for a week. I mean, you're already in the shower anyway. It's just a matter of like remembering to do it. It takes little to no time and it's so, so powerful. So I highly recommend that one. Number two is closing open loops. And if you're a regular on the podcast, you know that I speak about this so often. But if you haven't heard of the term open loops before, open loops are basically commitments that you've made to yourself or other people that you haven't yet fulfilled. So for example, it could be something as small as, oh, I really need to take the rubbish out. And then you walk past the rubbish bin and you're like, oh, I need to take that out. I need to take that out for days. Every time you do that, your energy is being your en- part of your energy is basically with that rubbish bin and not with yourself because you're like, I need to do that thing. I need to do that thing. They're basically like to-do lists or items that you need to do that you haven't yet done. But as soon as you go and do that thing, so as soon as you do the rubbish and take the rubbish out, you're closing that open energetic loop. And in turn, you're making space for other things to pop in. So, you know, if you're into manifestation, this is one of the biggest hacks to manifestation that I teach is closing open loops. So then you have more space in your life, your manifestation to pop into your life, to come into your life. But as well, if you have this massive to-do list and, you know, you have to reply to this person, you've got so many unread emails and you've got, you know, you really need to go and um, wash your car and go do the groceries and you've been meaning to go and see your grandparents and you've been meaning to go and do all these things how scattered does that that feel energetically your your energy is scattered in so many different places and not with yourself because you have all these like commitments that you're yet to fulfill so the sooner that you do these things the cleaner your energy is going to feel because you you bring energy back to yourself you bring your own energy back to yourself It's not with those tasks anymore. So something that I recommend you do is to write a list of every single thing that you've been, you know, quote unquote, meaning to do for the longest time. Maybe it's, you know, take those clothes that you need to donate actually to the donation bin that you've had in your car for the past six months guilty. Maybe it's reaching out to someone that you haven't spoken to in a while that you've been thinking about and meaning to, you know, meaning to text, or maybe it's literally something as small as taking the rubbish out, right? Every single thing down. And this might be pages and pages and pages full, and that is perfectly fine. Just get it all out, get it all down, and then make a practical plan on how you're going to close these open loops. So then your energy can come back to yourself. So it could look like, you know, committing to closing one loop per week or, you know, one loop per day, whatever that looks like to you, whatever, you know, your schedule looks like, what what you've got time for, the sooner you do it, the sooner you're going to feel so good, but it's all about actually doing it and not just thinking, oh my God, I need to do that thing. The time that you're taking thinking about it, you could have probably already done the thing. So commit to closing those open loops and I promise your energy is going to feel so much cleaner and so much like you're just going to come back to yourself because your energy won't be scattered everywhere else. So that's number two. Number three is going to be kind of similar. And this is probably something that you haven't, you know, thought about before. And it's, I guess it's not very, um, thought about when you're speaking about energy cleansing. However, it's something that I feel really passionately about actually. And that is cleansing your phone or like devices. So we'll just speak about the phone for now, but how many unread messages do you have? Are you the type of person that has like all these unread messages, all these unread emails, you know, all these unread DMs that you need to get back to? 
it's kind of, you know, relating back to number two of the open loops, but you have all these things to do and your energy is scattered elsewhere. It's almost like you can't come back to the present because you just know that you have all these things to reply to, you know, and as well, it's unnecessary, you know, open energy on your phone. So if you actually don't have an intention to respond to those people, maybe they're just spam messages or spam emails, they're taking up energy on your device. Maybe, you know, you've taken a hundred photos of the same outfit that you were in on the weekend, or you have like random screenshots that you don't want to refer to anymore, or like duplicates of photos. That's all kind of like cluttering up your phone. And your phone is, I guess, an extension of yourself because it's, I mean, it goes kind of everywhere with you. You're on it on the daily. If you're familiar with um, the work of Louise Hay, she always says that, you know, your car is an extension of you. So how you treat your car, is it clean? Is it serviced? It's, it's a reflection of yourself. And obviously when she wrote those words back in the day, phones weren't a thing, like mobile phones weren't a thing, or they weren't as much of a thing as they are now, where we have them literally on us 24 seven. And I feel like the phone is a modern day version of that because it's basically always in our energetic field. We're always, you know, we always have it on us. It's either in a pocket or your hand or wherever. It's in your, your aura, it's in your energetic aura. So what is the energetic health of your phone? Does that look like you need to, you know, go through and delete all of these junk emails or go through and wipe all of the, the photos that, you know, the screenshots that you don't need anymore? It could look like your social media following. Are you following like thousands of people that you don't care about? Your energy is literally scattered in all of those places. So how can you clean that up a little bit? And again, it's not to overwhelm or to, you know, provoke fear at all. It's just something to think about. And me personally, my laptop broke last week and I lost everything on it. And I had to go and buy a new laptop and I actually decided to start from scratch rather than like, you know, uploading from iCloud or whatever. And starting a laptop from scratch with literally nothing on it feels so amazing. I don't have any, you know, photos that I've downloaded. I don't have any apps that I've never used before. It's very intentional to exactly what I want and it feels so clean and fresh. And I feel like my energy has changed just from getting this laptop, which is sounds so dramatic, but it's so true because it feels so clean. And you know, my old laptop I'd had for like seven or eight years or something. So it's got seven or eight years worth of like energy and I've changed so much as a person as well. So it makes so much sense that I now have an upgraded version that feels so clean and clear. So I'm not saying go out and buy a new phone, but how can you, you know, reply to all those unread emails or reply to the unread text messages that you have to reply to? Close those loops, clean up your phone. It's an extension of you and it's going to help clean your aura as well. Number four is probably something that you've seen or heard about before, and it's smudging your aura with smoke from sacred plants. So you've probably seen people, you know, sage themselves or use or use Palo Santo to cleanse their aura. Or maybe you don't actually know what they're doing when they do that. Basically, smoke is super cleansing and similar to, you know, the water in the shower, it goes around your aura and removes anything energetically that's not your own. So then you can come back to yourself. So, you know, some people like to use sage. Some people like to use Palo Santo. Some people like to use different herbs. So you can use like rosemary or lavender, bay leaf or eucalyptus, whatever your, I guess, herb of choice is. I don't do this daily anymore. I do it, however, when I have clients 
or I've seen a lot of people that day and I feel a bit weird. I can really intuitively feel when I need to detach from someone's energy and when I need to come back to myself. And when I'm feeling a bit like scattered, I'll do this. So for me, I do a lot of like energy work with clients, whether it's an energy healing or, you know, just connecting with them in a session. At the end of each session, I make sure to cleanse my own aura with smoke, usually sage or palo santo. And that really helps me detach from their energy. So I'm not carrying it around all day and holding on to, you know, potentially the traumatic things that we've spoken about or yeah, just any of their energy. I want to really cleanly come back to myself. So then I'm not, you know, impacting other clients with that or people around me with stuff that's not even my own to think about, you know? So you can get, you know, Sage or Palo Santo from a lot of health food stores, sell them a lot of like spiritual alternative sort of stores. And, you know, there's probably thousands of places online that you could get it as well. With sage, I do recommend, however, it is an endangered plant. So using it really conservatively. And for me, that looks like taking off one leaf at a time and just burning that little part because it can be really easy to burn, you know, the whole stick in one go. So just burning it really consciously is important. But smoke is like a super, super, super effective way of cleansing your energy. So I highly recommend And tip number five is cleansing your home. Kind of like the phone, like your home is an extension of yourself in some way. And you want to feel really, you know, safe, clean and grounded when you're in your space. So if you're not feeling that way at the moment, if you're not obsessed with the energy of your home, there's so many different ways that you can, I guess, help that. So this could look like physically cleansing your home. So, you know, bringing out the spray and wipe and cleaning things or vacuuming or cleaning windows, whatever that looks like for you, giving your home a really good, yeah, physical cleanse. How good do you feel after you've like cleaned your room? You know, you've made your bed, you put, you've lit a candle, you've put all your clothes away. There's no clutter around. How good do you feel? And it's because your energy, like one, you've probably closed so many open loops doing, doing that. But two, the energy of your home has been cleansed in some way. And then you can also look at energetically cleansing your home. So whether that's having, you know, crystals around, Maybe you want to sage your space, just like you sage your own body. You can sage the rooms of your house, just making sure that you've got a window open or something. So then all the negative energy can escape. Maybe that looks like, you know, shifting energy in your, in your home by like moving things around, maybe rearranging, you know, your living room or rearranging your bedroom in some way. Do you have clutter in your house? Do you have just like random things that people have given you that, you know, you don't love, but you feel bad, you know, getting rid of them? Do you have stuff that doesn't make you feel good? Do you have old flowers that you need to throw out? Whatever it is, how can you get rid of clutter in your house? And that can kind of extend to your wardrobe. So how good do you feel when you go through your wardrobe and, you know, donate or give away clothes that no longer align with your energy or clothes that either no longer fit you or isn't your style anymore or whatever it is, you're purging your wardrobe, you're getting rid of things in your wardrobe to create space for new things. And in turn, it makes you excited to wear, you know, the clothes that you do keep on. Or maybe you found stuff that you've forgotten that you even have. So there's so many different ways in which you can cleanse your home that's going to in turn make your own personal energetic aura or energy field feel different and feel better and feel cleaner. So that brings me to the end of the episode. I've only touched on, you know, five small ways in which you can cleanse your energy. Obviously, there are so, so many more. And in fact, I've done a whole masterclass on this. 
called Clear Channel. So it's all around cleansing your own energetic aura, why it's important. So then you can become a clear vessel or a clear channel for what you want in your life. So whether that's getting in touch with your intuition, whether that's trying to manifest a particular thing coming into your life, whether it's up-leveling your up leveling your life in some way, becoming a clear channel is going to be so, so important for that. So if you are interested in that, I'm going to set up a cheeky half price discount for anyone listening to the podcast. And I'll pop all the details in the show notes below for you to check out. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear how you found it. I would love to hear which of the five tips you're going to take on and try it out and let me know how you go. Is it helping you? Do you feel better? Send me a message on Instagram. I would absolutely love to know how you find it. Other than that, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.